Thanks for joining us today on Crime and Wine, chats with crime fiction authors and Pamela Fagan Hutchins. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll check back in with us next time for more thrills, suspense, and stories that will mystify, sometimes horrify, and always leave you wanting more. So tell the truth. How many of you guys just noticed that computer expert me, ha ha, just pressed outro instead of intro? Not a failure of technology, a failure of eyeballs and brains. So pretend that was the intro because this is live and I ain't doing it over. This is Pamela Fagan Hutchins and I'm coming to you from snowy Wyoming, back from Denmark. And I'm snowed out of my home. So I'm at my parents' house this week with four dogs and looking forward to talking to a really fun guest today. I want you guys to join me in welcoming somebody who would not have made the same mistake with the intro and outro, B.R. Spangler. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you. And I want to tell everybody that I really enjoyed VR's new book, which is Their Resting Place. It's what number in your Casey White uh, crime fiction series? Here we go. This is, this is number eight. I had to look at that because I've been, my mind is on number nine, which is um, 30, or say 70% through it at this point. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, published yesterday, number eight. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I hope that the launch is going great for you. Um, it's always a nerve wracking time. Are you one of those that constantly presses refresh to see how it's oh, doing? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I have been doing that for as long as I've, uh, since the first time I learned, what does that little Amazon rank number at the bottom mean? Uh, you know, what is it that I can do outside the world of the books and actually in the tech to make that go up or make that go down? Um, exactly. So this is uh, this is this is now the burden and the shoulder. The, the burden is on the shoulders of Bookature to help. But I do help out uh, where I can newsletters and such. Uh, so that is it, it's yes, it is a constant. You have to, you gravitate <laughs> to the numbers and you look at them and you stare. And you're hoping the little orange banner. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, oh, the yeah. book is the book is great. And I highly recommend uh, it you. to you guys. Let's hear from you in your own words a little bit about um, what this book in the series is about. So this is uh, book eight. And of course, there's a story arc that goes all the way back to a first book. It's set in the Outer Banks. Uh, I was, um, I used to be an avid bass fisherman and I loved the water, uh, high speed boats. I mean, really going fast on the boats. And I'd been writing for a while. I'd had a couple of series already published and I was looking for a new protagonist. And I actually, I'll just put this up there real quick. I had actually written a male protagonist in the Outer Banks, uh, Marine Patrol. And I thought, oh, that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And as much as I love that book, not everybody else did. Uh, but there was another story that came immediately after, and it was Casey White, Detective Casey White. Uh, and she was actually a character that I'd used in another series for about four pages. And I just remembered that, that I, I liked that character. I'm like, oh, what if we took somebody from Philadelphia, a detective in Philadelphia, brought her to the Outer Banks and in search of something? And I won't say what that is. That's in book one. <laughs> and uh, and that's that started the series and we're all the way up to book eight now. And it is another case of 
what is the, I, I always start with a twist and I work my way backward in fleshing out the story. Uh, so there's the ongoing stories that began in book one. And this is a story about the chasing of a serial killer who has a very particular way of killing his uh, victims where, or her victims. Uh, and I have to be careful how I say it. And then, <laughs> and it involves the, some for, some farming fields, the sunflowers. Originally we called it the sunflower girls and that that's not revealing anything because that's in the very first page. Uh, so that is, that is, that is how book eight came to be. It, it is interesting because I don't know if I saw somewhere early on reference to the Sunflower Girls or not, but when I got to the part, which is not a spoiler, as he said, where that was an issue, it was that part wasn't a surprise to me, but the twist was, and I will not say what the twist was, um, it, is, it is fun and it stumps it stumps them for a while. Uh, we're starting to have some of our friends out there in internet land check in. So I just wanted to say hi back to Sherry Brown, who says congratulations for your new book and how good it sounds. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so with respect to um, your writing, you've had a very big recent change in your circumstances that we yeah. were talking about before we came on the air. You want to tell everybody what you've just done? This very brave thing. I, this is, this is, is today Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. Today is the yeah. third day of my new career of writing full-time. Uh, it is, it, thank you. It is <laughs> a massive change. Uh, we were talking about it. We both come from the world of IT uh, uh, I spent 30 plus years in IT, oh, oh, just over 30 years in IT. And for the last 12, 13 years, I've been publishing. I've been writing. I get up at 4 a.m. My At the time, it was five cats get up with me because I know they're going <laughs> to get fed early. And I would write for two hours. And immediately by 6.30, 7 o'clock, I was jumping over and doing the IT thing. Um, and I, was, I worked from home with covid the shift came to working from home, which made the transition a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, that is about over the holidays. Uh, I saw an opportunity working with Bookature uh, to do more books. And it's, uh, I thought, well, I'm getting older and working 70, 80 hours a week and getting up at 4 a.m. every day. And um, I, I decided, nope, I'm going to do the full-time writing. That has been the goal from the get-go. And I jumped it. Uh, I took advantage. So that's it's, here I am, day three, full time. How does it I feel? It. Are you? I love oh, it. <laughs> it's oh, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, I I have three monitors because I've got my little command center, and I have book stuff, book stuff, book stuff, and it is just it, to just have nothing but books and no meetings scheduled, and just just my head is entirely in the stories. That is that is just amazing. I, I absolutely love it. TK Conklin says, "Woot! Congratulations on being a full-time author, and um, thank you. It, it is an amazing accomplishment, and hopefully, in the long run, less work for you. Although it sounds like you've been really burning the candle at both ends, even since you yeah, quit with the writing." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I let myself get behind on deadlines, schedules, and so I've got word count every day that I have to hit, but I do plan. Uh, I don't know if I, I'll hold to it. It's a discipline. I am somewhat of a disciplined person, but I do intend on eight hours a day in this in the chair writing. Um, there's other books and other genres that I've 
stories burning, burning space in my head that I got to get out. Uh, just there's so many, so many stories I got to get down that I, I'm just um, anxious to get there. Excited. I, I think you guys probably out there don't realize what a huge thing it is that most of the writers that you read are not full-time mm. authors. So this is like, nope. this is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and it is. I, yeah. I asked BR about how his last week at work went and this made me laugh. Tell him what you told me about, um, your last oh, few weeks on the job. Yeah, so I'd given I'd given four weeks. Uh, I wanted to give two weeks, but all my friends were like, no, you should give four weeks. You've been there a very long time. And so I did that, and it was a brain drain. Uh, it was uh, meetings upon meetings upon meetings of just, I felt like people were sticking straws in me and just sucking out all the, all the knowledge <laughs> before I was gone because I knew I wasn't coming back. Um, this was... This was a change for good. This is a, you know, uh, <laughs> it, it is, you know, so it was the brain drain happened. <laughs> and it, it no was forwarding a address. Don't call with questions. No. I'm done. No, they, they, jo they joked that when they had questions, uh, instead of contacting me directly, they would just write them in the reviews of my books. So they said, <laughs> watch out the reviews of your books. We're going to write the questions. You'll see, hey, Brian, what about this? What about this? What about this? As long as they're five star. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, as long, you can put whatever you want in there. Just remember the five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't answer anyone that aren't five star. Um, so I have heard that you have some co-writers who do not get billing on your books. Is this true that they, you have? This is, this is true. It started with, we had five. We now have four. Uh, my wife's a vet tech and she does this, the cat rescue. So we'll sort of bring home cats. And sometimes they'll, they'll feral or sometimes they're on their last legs and we do the, the weekend thing with them. And we're terrible fosters because we keep them. So <laughs> this, is one of, this, is one of, this is one of the reasons we have so many cats. But um, in the cooler days, the cooler months, I have a little space heater. And when that comes out, they, they're always next to me. Uh, I have one cat. Her name is Fennec. And she was this little tiny thing when, we, when my wife brought her home. Uh, she's now the biggest cat in the house. She likes to sleep on my lap while I'm writing. And she's been doing that for five years. And I must have a million pictures of her. And uh, so now on Instagram and Facebook, I do give them credit as the co-writers. And I very, at least once or twice a day, uh, I will post a picture of them in 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 our little world of writing. and uh, And even when they're just, you know, ignoring me and sitting with the space eater. So I, I do get, I, I make sure to include them. Well, I know that I have um, a lot of um, cat lovers out there. Sherry Brown says so precious. Um, and mm -hmm. I, you guys have to follow him on Instagram and Facebook because these cats do suffer from an overabundance of cuteness. I will admit even as a dog <laughs> person. Um, Sherry also had a question and that is how, how have you celebrated your new journey from IT world into full-time authorship? Not, not yet. I got busy with book nine. So I'm, I've been working that one, but it is the, the day I put it in, uh, the day I send the draft in to my editor, I plan on getting the family and going out to dinner. That is, that, that'll be the celebration. Yeah. Do you celebrate? I'm looking forward to that. Do you always celebrate the ends of books? Do you still make it an occasion either, even after how many is it? How many books do you have out now? Oh gosh, <laughs> math I know, test. I've, I've yeah, I had to count. Yeah, it's I think it's eighteen that I've published. 
Uh, some is self-published. Some was Kindle was Kindle Press at the time. They're still out there with that. They're, it's part of an Amazon. Uh, the rest are with Bookature. But it is, I do a little celebration. Yeah, it's dinners. Dinners is the big one. We like to get out to go out. And, we like to go out and eat a little bit of a foodie. Very nice. Very nice. And I am going to switch gears on you and take okay. you into the speed round questions. This is very popular oh, sure. with the readers and listeners. It's similar questions for all the authors. So you guys can compare their personalities on a variety of questions. So in no particular order, um, what is, okay, plotter or pantser? Are you a plotter? If I'm yeah. If, if it's a, if it's a crime thriller plotter, if I'm doing yeah. one of my paranormal supernaturals, uh, very, very, it, it has got to be panster. I don't know where I'm going with the story. I just write it. I am I, that. Yes. Okay. So I'm, yeah. I'm the same. If it's crime fiction plot or die, if it's yes. what, something else, then let it be free but no it, it is it, there's a certain yeah, there there is a freedom when you're just panster see to your pants you're just writing you put the characters into a situation see how they get out of it i love i love that but um, for crime thrillers gotta no. plot that you gotta know you gotta put the twists in oh yeah it's a game you have to do totally. it right bella crook says hi brian <laughs> and then we also have tk conkin saying that she's a total pantser we are hats yeah. off to you, TK. Yeah, that is much more fun than being a plotter. It is fun. Sometimes I resent yeah. the plotting. I really, I get mad at it, but. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this, uh, we already know dog or cat. Dang. Okay, it's happy hour. It is cat. What are you ordering at happy hour? Or alternatively, what is Casey ordering at happy hour? Casey's his protagonist. If it's Casey, she's a coffee drinker and she likes the hard liquor at night. Uh, if it's me, I am a, uh, again, a foodie. I'm doing carbs and a very, very sweet dessert. It is, that is my <laughs> favorite, favorite thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is. Awesome. I, I, awesome. I like the food. Yeah. We have, um, we, we're going to interrupt this, this speed round to ask when will book nine be out? That's from Bella Crook. Okay. It's a good that is a good question. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, it is. It should be out. I would probably say sometime in the the summer. I would say sometime this summer. That's that's good. You won't have to wait too long, Bella. It's going no, to be here. No, no, no. <laughs> so if you had to pick an element or a phase of the writing, what's your favorite? Like first draft or the rewrite after oh, structural first. edit or research or what? The first draft, because I do a lot of the research and plotting in the first draft. Uh, I actually yeah. do, I do, for the for the crime thrillers, I do a very, very thorough um, plot uh, outline. It's almost a, to anywhere from 5,000 to 10,000 words, mm -hmm. where they're chapter summaries, and they ha they're complete with a full cast of characters and twists. And then I work with my editor at that stage, so that I can almost do pseudo panster in fleshing out each of the chapters. Um, yeah. That's the most fun that it, that's what I find the most fun. By the time I get to dev edits, I re and then the proof, well, dev edits, line edits, copy edits, proof edits. I've already started working on the next book. So those yeah. are chore. They're, they're more chores. Good news about full time. I can do them in the afternoon instead of working late nights and weekends. 
So there you go. There you go. You won't yep. resent them as much, right? When they come in and you're like, no, no, <laughs> no, no exactly. No, <laughs> this is, this will be, this will be work worth doing. Silliest thing you keep in your doing. writing space. Oh, the cats for sure. They're, they're, <laughs> they're they super so much silly. fun. They are, they are very, very, they are a lot of fun. Actually, right behind my one monitor is a cat bed because she loves to, uh, this is one of our, this is our dilute calico. She likes to sit on my lap. And then when she gets bored with me, she crawls under the monitor and then sleeps in the bed for hours. And she's <laughs> a snorer. She likes to snore. Do your cats ever create havoc like unplug your monitor or oh, um all that kind of destructive walk, they'll walk across they'll, they'll walk across the keyboard they'll walk across mm -hmm. the keyboard I, I work out of word and scrivener and i've seen screens just disappear and it's like <laughs> oh no so I, i've had to build in redundant backup systems so that just in case they get <laughs> catastrophic no pun intended <laughs> exactly exactly bella crook wants to know if you plan to add new characters to casey's team in future books i do yep i absolutely i do yeah yeah all and, the time and, uh, very very cool okay so we have time for another question or two if you had to choose i bet i know the answer to this one sushi or pizza oh pizza okay i love pizza and, yeah, I, I had it. I had it for dinner last night. I, I've been in Denmark and I didn't see any pizza when I was in Denmark. It's probably there, which is hidden. But I came home and all I wanted was pizza. Pizza, pizza, pizza. All right. Uh, last one. Pizza. First five things you spend your money on if you win the lottery. Oh, gosh. More books. <laughs> uh, gift cards for everybody, for all their favorite restaurants. Uh I do. I would love to get another boat. Uh, I sold all. I'd sold my boat, and I miss going out on the river. Uh, and I'd probably have to buy a house in the Outer Banks. We go there. Uh, yeah, it's the books yeah. are set in the Outer Banks. We go there. I absolutely stay in Kerala. Uh, we trap. We go up through Karova. I absolutely just. There's a different mindset down there. Uh, you the just you leave the rest of the world behind when you go there. Would the boat be in the Outer Banks, or would it be where you are on the river? If I if I if I won the lottery, it'd be both. <laughs> I'd, have, <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have a boat on the river for uh, We we live in the we live next to the Upper Potomac and Lower Potomac, and then which dumps out to the Chesapeake goes all the way down to Outer Banks. So then there'd also be a house with a boat in the Outer Banks. I mean, why not? That You've just it. won the lottery. Oh right? yeah, so you won the going. you went you 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 won the lottery. That's a, yep, that's how you Okay, do. so I lied. One more question. Since you oh, said yeah. you'd buy more books with the money from your winnings, um, what's your format? Are you paperback? Are you ebook? Are you audio? Are you hardback? I have, I, I've always gone hardback and paperback, but as I've gotten older, this screen brightness, uh, um, even on my Kindle, my Kindle Paperwhite, I, I can read faster. Uh, so that is... I have I have done the switch to ebook. I have made that switch. We discovered we're roughly the same age um, when we were chatting about our our similar backgrounds, and I am with you on that backlighting and the text enlargement. Yeah. I can take my glasses off at night, crank up that backlight, crank up the size of the text, and read yeah. myself to sleep. 
It's a beautiful thing. I, it, I can read much faster. I couldn't, I do read, I do, when I'm picking up a book, I'll go through it and proof it and I'll, but I don't, uh, I don't read as fast or uh, it, I don't absorb it as well as I do when it's the backlight, the bigger font. Uh, it yeah. just, I can it just drink it in. Yeah. Much faster. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, I've got to tell you, thank you. This has been very fun. I hope the book does great thank you. for you. Series continues oh, thank you. to rock. And you guys all go out and check out their resting place. It's the eighth Casey White crime fiction thriller from B.R. Spangler. Come back and see me on the next release. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. And you guys, I want you to know that if you want to watch past shows, you want to prep by reading the books for upcoming shows, um, you can go to PamelaFaganHutchins.com where you can also see my newest releases as well as my old books. The new ones are Bighorn and uh, Sitting Duck, and they're available uh, ebook, audio, hardback, paperback, large print, Kindle Unlimited, you name it. Crime and Wine is a solely owned and uh, copyrighted production of Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. And I appreciate Pam Stack, our producer, for making it possible for authors to talk to each other and to all of you about the books we love. Now, what should I do? Should I play the intro or outro? I've already played the outro. I think I'm going to have to go with the outro again. See you guys next time. Thanks for joining us today on Crime and Wine, chats with crime fiction authors and Pamela Fagan Hutchins. We hope you enjoyed this episode and will check back in with us next time for more thrills, suspense, and stories that will mystify, sometimes horrify, and always leave you wanting more. So talk about that backlighting. I literally could not read the difference between intro and outro. And I was like, which one is it? Which one is it? Oh, I, 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 caught, I, 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 caught, I caught it when it happened. And it was like, uh, it sounded, yeah. that didn't sound quite right. But yeah, I, that didn't sound not, right. First time I've done that. Kind of, I, <laughs> people love that. People love that stuff. Well, they know yeah, it's real. People love that stuff. When I was in um, Denmark a couple of weeks ago, for some reason, well, I know what it was. I had to get up at one in the morning to do a show because I hadn't planned on being in Denmark and it was in the middle of the day here. And so it was going to be middle of the night there. And so I forgot that I had a show, even though my alarm was set for 1245 to get up and I took Benadryl before I went to bed. So I woke oh. up kind of like, and oh. I, I accidentally turned my internet off while I was doing the show. I was like punching buttons and I like turned off my connectivity. So anyway, we started that show completely over so people know this is live and real <laughs> um so I, I will um i'm gonna leave it as is for the video because like you said people do love this stuff and it would make yeah. all of my making fun of it uh, moot if i change the intro but it's there forever um i think we uh, have two, two more comments let's see if anybody had anything to say that um you would want to know let's see still can't get the part back in paperback uh, and um Thank you. Great being with you. Anyway, yeah, we had a good number of people on. So that was super. And Bella Crook loves you. Terrific. <laughs> oh, great. That's awesome. Thank you so much again for having me. You're so welcome. Really good luck to you, it. sir. Thank you. Okay, Bye. you too. Bye-bye.